people guarded. Where is God's army? Peace and blessings. Welcome to this ending, Thou Shalt Not Pray. I am your hostess with the mostest, the real first lady. On this show, we will have controversial discussions on sensitive topics relating to spirituality, relationships, bridging gaps in today's pop culture, and if it's in the book, we talk about it here so that you can feel more confident with your one-on-one relationship with God. For more information about me, visit my website at goingpublic.live. Send me an email at therealfirstlady at gmail.com. Send me a voice message. I will respond. I may even use it for another episode discussion. 1-866-832-LADY. That's 1-866-832-5239. Leave a review, good or bad. Like, follow, and share. I am free from commercial or political influence. Let's get in this. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Matthew 19, 14. Peace and blessings. Welcome back. And if this is your very first time, I do welcome you. And I'd like to remind you to click follow on this podcast, on this platform that you're listening to right now, and you will be updated every time a new episode is published. I'd like to get right into the episode today. And I want to discuss a couple of things that are trending in the news currently. Right now, um, it's voting time. The race for governor of the state of Texas here is in full effect. If you don't live in Texas, you've heard about you've heard about the Uvalde shooting at Robb Elementary School that claimed the lives of 19 little children and two school teachers. And so there's a lot of drama, political drama, that's surrounding this tragedy. Friday night, there was a debate. Republican incumbent Gregory Wayne Abbott agreed to debate Beto O'Rourke only one time. I watched the debate. It was only for an hour. It wasn't effective, in my opinion, a very important components were missing from both candidates. Uh, first, first and foremost, I would say uh, courage. And they were a, a bit childish as well, in my opinion. Core issues that are on the table right now in the state of Texas are immigration, abortion, and gun violence. The Uvalde shooting happened 10 days after the Buffalo shooting. And neither one of these candidates 
have the courage to stand up this close to election time, stand up to the NRA by simply saying, raise the age limit to 21 and confiscate the AR-15 style weapons. Governor Abbott says that that is unconstitutional. But I say if Roe v. Wade can be overturned, so can guidelines surrounding gun control to protect our children. Salvador Ramos, who murdered these children and the teachers, he was only 18 years old. He stayed inside the school for over an hour before the Border Patrol's tactic unit shot and killed him. 35 family members of the View Valvi shooting are backing Beto O'Rourke. Some celebrities supporting him are uh, Harry Styles, Gwyneth Paltrow, Beyonce, Sarah Jessica Parker, Jimmy Kimmel, Chris Rock, just to name a few. And most of them cut a check, put their money where their mouth is. Beto O'Rourke is considered to be a long shot and he is currently trailing in the polls. So for all the Texans out there, remember to vote. Pray first, think of the children, then vote. Next thing trending in the news is Jeffrey Dahmer, one of the most notorious serial killers slash sex offenders in the history of the United States. Netflix has a series called Monster and it is the most watched series on Netflix. And the story tells the and this series tells the story of how Jeffrey Dahmer gruesomely murdered 17 men between 1978 and 1991, targeting black and brown homosexual men. He hunted and prayed in bars. He picked up prostitutes and hitchhikers. He was a budding serial killer in his youth. He had trouble at home and he had troubles in school. His parents were divorced. There was a lot of chaos in the home. He went into the army, got out of the army, moved in with his grandmother, got his own apartment. Then he was in full bloom. He was murdered in prison by an inmate named Christopher J. Scarver, who claims that God told him to do it, a sort of poetic justice. Christopher J. Scarver, he wrote a book called The Child Left Behind, and it's a poetic vision of the world as seen through the prison walls. It's seven. It's seven ninety nine on Amazon. That's not too bad. I'm sure it can help him with some commissary or something. Get a copy. Netflix is starring Niecy Nash, Molly Ringwald. Remember her, Pretty in Pink. Uh, Penelope Ann Miller, and Evan Peters plays Jeffrey Dahmer. I would personally recommend only for the purpose of getting firsthand looks at the works of Satan and his ambassadors.
and the schemes. Now, enough about that. This episode titled The Boogeyman, I'm using Matthew 19. You heard the scripture. It was read, too easy to remember and too important to forget. Jesus said, let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. So first I'd like to say that right now Christians are outnumbered by Satan and his ambassadors. Please understand if we stop for just a second and think objectively, we can see by the trending things, the trending topics in the world today. Mentally disturbed individuals, mentally disturbed, underdeveloped teenagers. And NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, it is the largest grassroots mental health organization dedicated to building a better life for millions of Americans affected by mental illness. They say that one in five adults in the United States, that's 46.6 million people at any given time experience mental health illness within a year, and that includes depression. It, be, it begins just like anything else. It's a seed. It gets watered. Children are being born to negligent parents. They're suffering from maltreatment and abuse of all kind, mental abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. All of it is abuse. Individuals that are not competent enough to understand that fighting and arguing and uh, uh, constant bickering and struggles from divorce within the home, all these things play a major part in how a child responds. And it can have a lifelong effect on their lives. Those type of things stunt the mental growth and the development of the mind of a child, leading them to high-risk behaviors. It depends on the frequency, how long, and how severe. But it's disruptive to the brain's development. It impairs the brain's functions pertaining to important stuff like memory and self-control, cognitive flexibility, i.e. the ability to look at things and situations from a different perspective. It affects the ability to form positive peer and social as well as romantic relationships. Having children is a very serious responsibility. They're considered a gift from God and should be handled very delicately. 
the priority now becomes the well-being of the child first before anything. Men and women need to be aware of the signs of individuals who lack common sense and self-awareness. We have to pay attention for the sake of our families, our children, and we have to protect our daughters as well as our sons. And I'll say that again. We have to protect, protect our sons as well. There's no more you get to go outside and play because you're a boy. No, that's over now. These days, a woman has to be careful because you may not know whether a man is interested in you or your son or your daughter. You don't know whether he is gay or straight. The devil is a liar. He's a thief. The Bible speaks of that. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's not too difficult to understand. Men and women and children, Satan has customized temptations lined up specifically just for us. He gives us what we want. He gives us what we like. He will send one of his ambassadors and he will torture you until you say uncle or Jesus if you are a woman, he will send you somebody who is fine as wine. He will be gainfully employed, door keys, car keys. But you will always notice the energy is off. But it gets ignored. We can't try to figure stuff like that out. It's time to exit. Stage left immediately. That is a sharp left turn. That's the only way that you won't get entangled. And the same goes for men. The Bible tells us how clever a woman is. I'll provide the link in this. I'll provide the scripture in the link. But what about the children? What about the children? Two people came together, intimately drawn by lust and passion and desire. Doesn't matter if you're single or married. What about if you make a baby with someone? that you have no intentions on building anything with, ever. That is what you call a lose-lose proposition. A bad deal times two. And when you make a deal with the devil, he always comes for his due. 
And that comes in the form of a baby mama, a baby daddy. And the child becomes collateral damage. You know, sometimes we can find the bulk of our problems when we look in the mirror. When I speak about the subject of children, I speak from experience. Being the child of a 15-year-old mother, can you imagine your mother is 15 and 16? Here I am 52 years later to tell you about it, and it was rough. It was very rough waters to try to navigate. To be honest, as a child, I went through a rigorous training, like a boot camp of life with all the bells and whistles of the the demonic kind. Predators within my tribe, my family, and of course my mother was still in high school. She needed babysitters. Who do you think that she looked to? It was those in the tribe. There was a lot of mental illness and lust demons in the tribe. There's murderers locked up for life and some that are walking free right now. People that you wouldn't even imagine. There's retired and active pimps, perverts, And everybody in the family knows who's who and what's what. Some of them are notorious in their own right. A couple of them should be working for the FBI or the CIA or something because they're quite prolific in white collar crimes, never being caught. Make a positive difference in the world. Turn darkness into light. Become a part of the solution and not the problem. So I was exposed to the underbelly of humanity at a very young age. So unfortunately for all of those who come to me with BS energy, that energy precedes you, which means that I already know everything I need to know and what to expect before you even arrive. So you must come with your A game from the very first beginning. I came up the hard way around adults all day, every day. And so to share something with you, a brief little story of me, uh, this this comes a little bit closer to home because my mother was very young when she had me. I was two years old and my mother started dating a man who was certified mentally ill. His own mother broke the code and told my mother as well as my grandmother that he wasn't working with a hundred percent. 
but rather more like 43. He wasn't firing on all cylinders. That's not good enough for me. But my mother didn't listen. She wasn't trying to hear none of that. They got married. She gave birth to my very first baby sister. When I was three years old, he snapped. And my mother was tied up and duct taped and bound to a chair with rope in a closet in the apartment where we lived in Los Angeles. We were living in a home of a madman. Now, on this day, he also hit me in the head with an iron because I was trying to help my mother. But I remember that the knot was too tight. And I remember feeling despair of sort because I was trying to help my mother. But eventually my grandfather, he came looking for my mother who had borrowed his car and he had camp, he had come to get it. And it was on from there. These are vivid memories that I can see in my mind. Just like it happened yesterday. And as a result of the childhood experiences that I had, I had a bout with being roguish. I was one of the original juvenile delinquents in my family. I was like a mad dog chasing after a bone. I was foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog for no reason. I used to love to fight. And eventually that landed me in a correctional facility because this time charges were pressed. And on this day, I was charged with seven counts of assault and battery that took 18 months of my life. When I was released, I made changes. But as a teenager, I was inquisitive, inquisitive, and um, I still am. I wasn't done with the streets. And I grew up, of course, in a Christian home. So I was really out there trying to sell my oats and see what this Satan thing was all about. And I started living with my aunt who lived in Long Beach, where I learned about drugs and drug dealers, learned about the barter system. She hired ex-convicts to work for her and she would go to work and they would be in the condominium all day long. I said condo. Can you imagine drug dealers in the condo cooking crack? I didn't need to know how to make crack, but I do. 
Can you imagine? The first lady knows how to make crack. That's a shame. But thanks to the good Lord above, none of them ever touched me inappropriately or disrespected me in any manner. I never smoked crack. I saw firsthand what it did to people, how it destroyed families and the lives of those who partake. I saw people selling their items, their stuff. Back then it was microwaves, TVs, and jewelry. Sometimes things that were family heirlooms, gifts from loved ones. And so right then and right there, I made up my mind. I was like, oh no, I can't do that. I have to have things. (laughs) I like to have things. So the Lord has always been with me and protected me from the darkness that surrounded me. Later in my teen, I became a model student. Um, a beauty pageant winner. I was sent to etiquette school by one of my aunts. I learned to use a knife and fork and in what order rules and regulations at the dinner table to include formal dining and a whole lot more. Oh yeah. And I went there for a whole year, every single weekend and at the end of it all I'm a witness to the fact that anyone can change I wanted to change and I knew that I needed to change so I had to fall back on the things that I learned As a child, I learned to pray on my own, by myself, in my head, and sometimes out loud. And I'll tell you, as a result of being taught how to do that, I'm blessed. The Lord blessed me with compassion. That's my superpower. It could have gone either way. Understand the role we as parents play. I'm not saying that the fault falls squarely on the parents. But what I am saying is that the responsibility of the parent to do all that is needed to reduce the risk of mental illness and to protect the children from the mental issues of others is not always the ones that you know. Sometimes it's the ones that you don't know. And parents have to understand the concept of Satan's mission first. And foremost, 
Because without ambassadors, the mission of Satan cannot be accomplished. These monsters work for Satan. And children are the target because they're blank canvases. He preys on not only children, but the weak. And he torments us all mentally. The lonely woman, the lonely man, he'll send his lust demon after you. Real talk. And then a baby is born out of wedlock and becomes collateral damage. Satan is right there at the delivery room. Just like a vulture. Make no mistake about it. A woman, man, that is being objectified is viewed as being less than human by a predator. Mental illness can be found wherever you go, whatever you do. Satan is there. He's in the congregation. He's in schools. He's in Walmart, in the toy section. He's on your job. Remember, one in five adults suffer from mental illness at any given time. So, who's looking out for the children? Children are not irrelevant. They are to be valued and shown compassion. Children are a segment of society that must be protected. We've seen the damage of negligence. Every child isn't as tough as I was. I used to walk to school and back home again at five years old. I'm hard as steel and still getting harder, but not my heart. So the bottom line here is we are living in a spiritual warfare where we are suffering the consequences of the fall. Let's be clear. Our mental state is connected to our reality. Our spiritual wellness is is connected to our reality as well. Brokenness on top of brokenness only leads to more brokenness and society pays the price. When we don't follow the teachings of what saith the Lord, we become vulnerable. Our children become vulnerable. 
In closing, do you remember as a child when the lights went out, you would get scared and you were told about the boogeyman, this phantom ghost lurking in the closets or hiding underneath the bed? And it was mainly to scare children into good behavior uh, or to scare children into making changes in their bad behavior. The boogeyman is going to get you. Now, there needs to be a new narrative. The boogeyman is real and his name is Satan the devil the adversary Lucifer he loves the dark and he haunts children long into adulthood we all have encountered the most prolific serial killer of all time in the history of the world. Next time, when you tuck your children into bed, or yourself for that matter, Don't forget what the truth is. Teach them about the boogeyman and teach them how to see in the dark. If you need help with the situation, think of me your personal first lady. Let it be known and watch the results. I'll write you a spiritual prescription. Call me 1-866-832-LADY. That's 1-866-832-5239. I need your help. Please leave a review, good or bad. There's always room for growth. Share this episode with someone who may need a pick-me-upper or a laugh. To learn more about me, visit my website at goingpublic.live. To show me some love, simply like, follow, and share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all other social media platforms. All links to this episode have been provided for you in the show's notes. If you feel inclined to support this podcast, a link is provided as well. Don't forget, I promise you, if you listen to only half of what I tell you, only half, I guarantee you'll be in first place. Thanks for listening. Blessings.